This is Seven Sports. Good afternoon and welcome along to Seven Sports Sunday Live. And we're at the Tiger Stadium for a Vitality Women's FA Cup first qualifying round tie. Gloss City Women versus Bishops Cleave Ladies due to kick off in about seven minutes' time at what is a sun-soaked Tiger Turf Stadium here in Gloucester. The men's team celebrated a victory in the FA Cup yesterday afternoon in a away trip to Hungerford Town. Bishop Cleves men, they're still in the draw on Tuesday. They uh, somehow came from the impossible 3-1 down going into the final minutes away at, Helst, uh, sorry, at home to Helston Athletic. And, uh, yeah, free free draw. They'll be in the hat. They will have to go down. I've been told that it's in the, the depths of Devon and Cornwall and, and the other side of Plymouth. They have to do that on Tuesday night. That'll be a, tif- a difficult one for Bishop's Cleave men, and it'll be a difficult one today for Bishop's Cleave ladies, that is for sure. This all Gloucester County Women's Football League Division 1 contest, both sides in that league, will face each other twice over the course of the season and uh, this is their taster I should say they'll play each other two more times other than this afternoon as they both come out onto the field being led out by the officials as you would expect we'll have a a silence for the unfortunate passing of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II but we'll run through the lineups quickly for Glossy, Amy Hancock in goal, Chloe Day, Claire Gab, Chloe Jarvis, Kay Day, uh, Chloe Golden, Beth Davis, Beth Smith, Zoe Gab, Paige Todd, and Kate Ambry. On the substitutes bench for Glossy, Meg Long, Meg Prout, Rakia Morgan King, Shah Priday, and Casey Anderson. And Bishop Sweeve, who, like Gloucester City, drew 2 2 in their league opener two weeks ago. Uh, they line up to follow Saffron O'Brien, uh, Lottie Winter, Sophie Taylor, Alice Lees, Beth Ems, Cora Bolton, Imogen O'Brien, Jeff Sterling, Lucy Cummins, who is probably the story of the piece for Bishop Lees at the moment, former Gloss City player, left Gloss City in pre-season to join Bishop Cleave. Leonie Goff, Cleve's top goalscorer last season, she lines up as does Emma Kent. On the substitute bench for Bishop Cleve, Ella Sharp, Janet Slavova, Amil Owen, Lara Owens and Laura Newman. And the sides are in the centre circle and we're about to have a silence for the passing of Her Majesty.
impeccably observed as you would have expected. So, a big 90 minutes for, for both sides. Speaking to Gloucester City Women's manager Chris Hill before the contest, he did say to me, up at 4am this morning, pacing around, went for a walk, then went for another one at 7am. That in itself is absolutely mental. Bishop's Cleave beat Gloucester City at Katie Lane at the back end of last season. It denied Gloucester a top four finish. I know that speaking to the Gloucester City players throughout the season, that was one of their targets to try and you know, finish in behind the likes of Puckle Church, Longwell Green and Olverston. That honour went to Bishop's Cleave and Gloucester City were then a place further behind that. They'll be looking for better this time around. As we said, both sides started the campaign in the league with a 2-2 draw. We were here for Gloucester's game against Bitten on the opening weekend of the season. Had to come from behind twice to take a point. Bishop Cleave had to do it even harder. They had to come from two goals down to, to snatch a point at Kate Lane. But a reminder as ever, if you want to get in contact with us throughout the broadcast, you can on Twitter at 7sport, facebook.com forward slash 7sport, info at 7sport.co.uk and also on the Instagram 7 underscore sport. But an interesting enthralling 90 minutes ahead of us. Bishop Cleave, this is their first time ever appearing in the Vitality Women's FA Cup. Gloss City, as we know in their inaugural season last campaign, appeared in it. Had that memorable win here at New Meadow Park against Western Super Mare, and they know a win today could be a big one. They'll go into the second qualifying round where the likes of Tuffley Rovers enter it. Tuffley against Polton Rovers will be our featured game on the 2nd of October. But who's going to join them in that round? The referee just calling both sides over. Glossy here in their huddle. Bishop Cleaver just getting a talking to on the side of the pitch. The linesman involved in that one too. Decent crowd here at the Tiger Turf Stadium as well. As we said, Glossy buoyed by a massive victory at Hungerford last 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 year, <laughs> yesterday, in the men's FA Cup. And the women will be looking to make it a perfect weekend for the Tigers. Looks like it'll be Bishop Steve to kick us off. Kicking from right to left as we look in the first 45 minutes. Photographer Neil Phelps is here as well. So expect a few action shots to appear on social media and on the internet as well. We'll, of course, share them. It's also the club where you'd imagine. But we're moments away from kick-off in this one. And Cleve gets underway. Kicking from right to left, as we said. Charlie Hughes is here as well. Member of the TN Talk podcast with myself. And uh, immediately, Mr. Cleve tried to get the ball forward. Hooked away by Chloe Day. Chloe Golden, who... Played last season at right back. She's found herself in the midfield this season so far. 
50-50 over on the far side, falls away Bishop's Cleave over on the far side now with Sophie Taylor. Comes back in field to Imogen O'Brien. And Cleave just looking to get their boot on the ball and re- maintain possession. Long ball forward though, see some defending have to be done. Goes all the way through to Amy Hancock in goal for Gloucester City. Maybe a little bit guilty. Hancock last game against Bitten just a little bit slow coming off her line out of her goal a couple of occasions one did lead to a, a direct goal you'd say Paige Todd went to throw in over on that far side for Gloucester City Todd who joined in the summer from Forest Green Rovers throwing taken quickly towards Zoe Gap just misses her kick and it's hooked away by O'Brien and as far as Claire Gap who's also joined the club from Kingswood in the summer herbal forward goes all the way through to Saffron O'Brien in between the sticks for Bishop's Cleave. So nil nil live on Seven Sport for this Vitality Women's FA Cup tie. Well, see, you also have their development side in action today in league football against Long Levens. So there would have been more support here if uh, that game wasn't happening. As uh, Chloe Golden puts the defence under pressure, it's hooked out to the near side to Beth Ems. Ems knocks it in field, but nipped into by Chloe Day. Then a square ball's leapt on by Kate Ambry. He's got Beth Smith ahead of her. Just slightly behind Smith, though, and should be cleared. Smith the, with the, the tackle on Kent, and it's played in field. Chloe Golden battling for it with Jess Sterling. Sterling comes away with it and hooks it forward up towards the halfway line, and Claire Gab steps into it. Hooked up, not once, but twice, by Sterling once more. Both sides just feeling their way into this one. Chloe Golden gets a boot in. Thinks that's a glossy throw in, but it goes the other way. And Bishop Steve will have the ball midway into their own half on this near side. And Jess Sterling hurls it forward. Golden gets up to win the header. Battle in field as hooked away by Kay Day. And then a sliced clearance of a Bishop's Cleave boot. I believe it was Emma Kent and a straight out play for a Gloss City throw and just inside the Bishop's Cleave half live on 7 Sport Beth Smith turns holds off two players Feel she was then fouled referee says no stepped into by Imogen O'Brien and then ball forward is hooked away by Chloe Jarvis just a break and play because Beth Smith actually held off the, the two markers ended up kicking the back of the, the heel of Jess Sterling there just limping away from it, but it looks like she's going to be okay. Says no to any potential treatment. And the game will continue with a throw-in from Ems. Ricochets away, and Beth Smith gets a boot in. Wins it, and then free kick is given against her. She's not too happy with the decision, but it is a Bishop's Cleave free kick. Just inside their own half, which Imogen O'Brien will take. A chance for Cleve to, to get themselves forward. A chance for them to, to make Gloss City do some defending. The long ball forward is straight over the head of Chloe Day. Ricochets around and Beth Davis hooks it away for Bishop's Cleave throwing in the final third of Gloucester City. Wide on the left-hand side, in line with the 18-yard box for Bishop's Cleave. Bright start from both sides, looking trying to play some decent football and get a boot on ball throw in it's more of a looped effort but it's flicked on off a Gloss City head 
to Saffron O'Brien. He turns one way, then the other, wins a corner. First corner of the afternoon goes the way of the Vitters. Just have to defend this one, will the host? Chris Hill and Darren Golden both just turn around, nervously getting a drink as the corner comes in into the area. Bounces all the way through, not fully cleared from Gloucester City. And in the end, Paige Todd is the one who hooks it away up to Kate Ambry, last season's top goal scorer for Gloucester City. She's got no help, but Paige Todd is on the overlap on the left-hand side. She's waiting for her and nearly finds Todd, but it's hooked away over on that far side off it. Kate Ambry out of play for Bishop Sleeve throwing. But one thing that Paige Todd has uh, shown in pre-season, and particularly against Bitten as well, the pace is a huge asset especially when Gloucester are looking to play on that counter-attack. A pitch like the, the one you've got here at the Tiger Turf and the artificial surface. It's a very, very wide pitch. Neither side able to keep the ball in. It's out of play again for a Bishop Steve throw-in. Which... Uh, Leads to a free kick to Gloss City. Not quite sure it was anything too obvious, but referee was there and gave it straight away. Looks like Claire Gab will take it up into the Cleve half. Hook forward by Zoe Gab and Beth Smith will give chase. Good goalkeeper now from Saffron O'Brien to come out and claim it. All in pink is the Bishop's Sleeve goalkeeper. Beth Davis takes the ball down on the halfway line for Gloucester City. Spreads it to this right-hand side into Davis again. She goes forward towards Beth Smith. Well, good chase. Lottie Winter should deal with it. In fact, it's uh, Emma Kent. The pass back to O'Brien. Put her under a bit of pressure and her ball forward. It's off the, the shin of Chloe Day and out of play for a Cleave throw-in. Almost a little bit of panic though. So the crowd just lifted Gloucester as they chase that back pass. Beth Ems take the throw in. Down the left hand side to Imogen O'Brien. Ricochets away. Chance comes in from O'Brien again, but it's laid square. Zoe Gab turns on the halfway line, being niggled at, but she's drilled the ball forward just under Kate Ambry's foot. And it's going to go all the way through to O'Brien in goal for Bishop Sleeve. Still 0 0 live on 7 Sport. A reminder as ever as well that our commentaries this season are sponsored by 7 Signs Limited for all of your signage and uh, embroidery everything like that go for it and it's now with Kate Amber in one on one challenge comes in though fantastic bit of defending Lottie Winter I believe the one who came across she's got to play for a throw in yeah Lottie Winter from right back she's come sprinting across as Amber sort of bear down on goal she's in the D, but a good chance came in and it's all the way out for throwing on this near side, right in front of us here. A city kick left to right. Throwing's chested down and it's drilled back in. And just under Zoe Gap, Todd has it on the edge of the box, being forced wide by Bolton. But Todd still going with it wide on the left hand side, crossing to the box. It's hacked away by Taylor. All the way out of play for a corner to Goss City. Applause. From Darren Golden away to our left hand side. You like that? You liked what you saw? 
lost a, a four in the box as the corner comes in towards the near post, headed out beyond Zoe Gab, hooked away as well by Cummings, drilled back in by Claire Gab, ricochets off a Bishop Steve head all the way through to O'Brien. And Bishop Steve will look to try and spring forward. O'Brien thought about playing it quickly but held on to it. Instead, she now goes long, bounces away, should be dealt with by Gloucester City and is Golden pokes it forward but a free kick will be given Chloe Jarvis was caught just as she played that just a, a late straight boot taking a little while to get the ball back in play Jarvis will be the one to take it. Jarvis goes long, straight into the midriff of Sterling. And now Cleve looks to bring it forward. Cummings has passed. It's hooked away by Chloe Day. In fact, it was K-Day. Too many days. Too many of them. That's out of play for... Bishop Cleave throw in midway into their own half. Todd gets in with a fire and it's up to Kate Ambry. Back into Todd, just slightly too high for her. Ricochets away and Lucy Cummings knocks it around the corner to Imogen O'Brien. Her ball forward is deflected by Claire Gab. And now her sister Zoe plays it forward straight up to Alice Lees. And a diagonal comes in from right to left for Cleave. All the way out of play for a throw in. Well marshaled out by Chloe Day still Gloss City women nil Bishop's Cleave ladies nil live on 7 Sport this Sunday afternoon Kent knocks it in field for Cleave and there's a spare option over on that far side in Bolton she lays it to her left hand side shot comes in but it's scuffed heavily scuffed by Leonie Goff she's better than that she knows it the disappointment in the body language could be seen that's all the way through to Hancock and goal. Goes long pretty quickly up towards Beth Smith. Just misses the header, but Ambry goes for it on the second bounce. Smith nods it down as hooked forward by Imogen O'Brien over the left back of Paige Todd and Claire Gab. And Hancock will come out of her goal to pick it up. But the ball forward is straight to Cummings. Hancock needs to get back in goal as a scuffed effort comes in from Claire Gab. But City do well to win a throw-in over on that far side. A hairy moment there. Avoided. But both sides settling into this one nicely. Throw-in to Gloucester City. Flicked on and flicked out. So they'll keep the ball further up the pitch. Come up to about 12 minutes played in the contest. No real... Clear-cut chances for either side as of yet. Both sides have had corners, look dangerous going forward and shown glimpses. There's Gab battling for it over on the far side. She's hooked it clear under pressure from Bolton. It's looked quite lively on the right-hand side for, for Bishop Cleave, to be honest. It does feel that they see the, the right wing as a 
a viable option to try and force that breakthrough, the all-important breakthrough that it could be. The last fixture between the two ended up 1-0 Cleave at Kate Lane. And the flag's up for offside. Over on the far side. Linesman on the far side. He turned up earlier at the ground. Incredibly young referee. Young official. And that's what we like to see. We like to see the young officials involved. Getting the... Getting them brought through into the get into the, the sport and into the game. Uh, Gloucester will have a, a free kick and a chance to get the ball out. Really, he's hooked back to the taker, Claire Gab, who's just done a heavy touch there, nipped in on, but she's followed up with a good slide tackle. Paige Todd then hooks it forward out of the play for a throw in. Just need to relax the both sets of players really. You're not going to win the game right now, but you could go a long way to losing it. Cleave come forward over on the far side with Cummings, who rolls her foot over the ball. The pass is intercepted. Beth Davis just nibbling at the heels of Bolton. A bit too much, and the referee gives a free kick. It's still nil nil here in this Vitality Women's FA Cup tie. First goal could be crucial in a, a cup game, of course. Free kick comes in, headed down from Chloe Joris. Chloe Jarvis, sorry, hooked forward by Zoe Gab. Gives Kate Ambry something to chase, and she nearly nips in there ahead of Taylor, who had to do well in the end to, to really hook it away. And then Beth Smith collides with Alice Lees and it's fallen away with Bishop's Cleave on the halfway line. Beth Davis nips in with a wonderful tackle and it comes short and hooked forward by Claire Gab out of play for a Bishop's Cleave throw in midway into the Cleave half over on the, the far side. Both sides really digging in try and almost force it a little bit as Kate Ambry gets on the loose ball here skips past Taylor but just overruns it slightly and Winter can nip in Herbal forward in search of Imogen O'Brien should be cleared by Claire Gabin is hooked up into the air header down from Beth Davis it's followed up with a, another ball to the far side to O'Brien plays it forward towards Goff and there's a slight slip in there Goff is she going to get there ahead of Hancock she is but it's wide of the post. Bishop Steve's top goal scorer last season with her first half a chance. A quarter of an hour gone in the contest, still nil-nil. Golden opportunity. I mentioned earlier that in the game against Bitten a couple of weeks ago, Hancock may have just been a little guilty of being too slow to come off her line. That time it was good from the keeper, good positioning. Made Goff have to try and take it early with the defenders there as well. But wide, wide of the mark. And still nil, nil. Zoe Gap chest ball down in her own half and then hooks it forward, giving the forward something to chase. Ems thinking about turning on the ball under a little bit of pressure. Smart turn there to skip past Day. Pokes forward up to Sterling and now Cummings. Plays ball forward. This is a real chance for Goff if she can get there. But Hancock, to her credit, straight off her goal line. 
what did I say? Uh, improvement. That's that's what we can do at any sort of um, grassroots football, really. It's just improve on, on the game. Beth Smith knocks the ball down the line on his right hand side. Ambry will give chase. Not going to catch it, but gives a good go of it. Out of play for a throw in to Bishop's Cleave. In line with their 18 yard box on this near side in front of us here. Throws chest down by Beth Smith. He then skips past a marker. Good sliding tackle comes in by Lees. And Zoe Gab comes over to take the throw in. Hurls it into the box towards Chloe Golden. Header comes in from O'Brien. Gab nods it down in front of her and then hooks it up towards the edge of the box. Todd just can't take it down. It's going to skip away through to Jess Sterling. Sterling on the halfway line just looking to take on Claire Gab. She'll open her legs and keeps going. Gab leaves it for Kay Day to come across and just intercept and knock it out of play for a throw-in. But a good counter-attacking football from Bishop Sleeve there. Winning the ball on the edge of their own box and then winning a throw-in on the edge of the opponent's box. It's nice play and that is as well from Todd to Zoe Gab on the right-hand side. She knocks it down to the chase herself. Alice Leaf comes across with a sliding tackle. Throw-in sees Leaf beaten to it by Gab. Gab on his right-hand side. She's got options in the box if she can find it. Cross just too near to the keeper, but good idea and good pressure. And we'll see what well, you would say as well. Good bodies in the box. Okay, Amber was arriving. Paige Todd at the back post and Chloe Golden, who, as we said, was right back last season, but she's playing further forward this year. She was arriving in the box late. Golding on the ball now, out to Todd. She's looking for a diagonal. The diagonal is beautiful, just over Zoe Gab, though. Out of play. For a clear front, but the idea was nice. The idea was the right, right thing to do. The space was in this near side. But it's still currently nil-nil. Beth M's to take the throw in. Gab wins the header, and Smith battles for it. Hooked away with a couple of flicks from Bishop Sleeve inside off M's heels, and Beth Davis clatters into Lucy Cummings. Comes off a little bit worse on that. It's now with Chloe Golden, just outnumbered by. Cummings and Sterling and Sterling brings it forward tries to go for a free ball towards Goff but interception comes in Todd Marshall the ball back and it's a slip Kate Ambry on this left hand side she's got Beth Smith in the box Ambry goes for it across goal and play for a goal kick wide on the, the left hand side of the box just went for it just maybe glanced Beth Smith was Maybe just a little bit too slow. Letting her know she was in the box, but the option was there for a cross. But it's positive. Gossie just leaping onto that mistake from Cleve. There's a lot of winner. Just lost her foot in over on that far side. Ball forward in search of winner. That's too long from Saffron O'Brien. Straight over her head. And it's out of play for a Gossie throw in that. That'll be something that the Bishop Cleve bench won't be too happy with. Just a couple of times they've tried to, to play it out shorter maybe and the quality just hasn't been there. Maybe just sitting used to this pitch as Golden sends it forward straight into the arms of Saffron O'Brien. Still 0-0 live on 7 Sport.
O'Brien goes long up over the halfway line. A couple of Gloucester heads leave it for each other and Lucy Cummings steps in. Ricochets to Claire Gap, who hooks it forward up to Beth Smith. He's got time to hold the ball up if she can get under control. She can just about get it wide. And uh, K-Day's done enough to win a throw-in. Just inside the Bishop's Leave half. Lays it in field to Beth Davis. He's got, he's got time. Time to drill it forward. Maybe a bit too hard. And it should be dealt with by Saffron O'Brien. Just curled. Curled into the box. If it stayed out wide, then, then you never know what could have happened there. But Long ball forward from O'Brien again. Not good enough for me. Just going out for a throw in which is taken maybe a bit too quickly from Gross City Beth Davis loses out but she wins the ball back on the second occasion the quarter of the game gone still nil-nil both sides still feeling their way into it you'd say Gross City have had the, the best chance really they've had a couple of openings but Leonie Goff also had a, a good chance for Bishop's Cleave great play from uh, Chloe Jarvis to win the throw in just inside Cleves half gets a massive high 10 from Darren Golding it's a Chloe Day to take the throw in over Zoe Gap over Lucy Cummings as well Beth Smith just tries to roll her marker that's hooked away by Alice Lees and Gloucester have a throw in a little bit further up the pitch which Chloe Day takes met by the boot of Alice Lees and it will be another throw in take two from the same position for Chloe Day Smith just tries to turn Cummings ricochets away Davis gets a boot into Golding under a little bit of pressure manages to poke it forward hooked away by Lottie Winter touchdown on the halfway line and Goff just runs into Claire Gab who hooks it to the wing Cleve still bring it forward go for a give and go between Bolton and Goff should be dealt with just about you feel by Paige Todd who does pretty well in the end to hook up the line and looks like she's given it a chase and nearly caught it herself that would have been uh, pretty special if she'd caught it but Cleve take the throw and Imogen O'Brien always offers a, an option her ball into the box should go through to Hancock and does and uh, Gloucester will look to come forward Hancock goes long over Smith just struggling to get into the game Beth Smith a little bit to be critical because she is a wonderful player and now suddenly she could potentially be in one on one Winter again the recovery run from Lottie Winter is fantastic and she's hooked it away for another throwing but that's now twice with both uh, the strikers for Gloss City where Winter's had to come across from right back to bail her centre halves out and she's done it fantastically well that would have shut me right up if Smith had managed to get in on that and you know, get into the game, as I, as I said there, she was struggling to do. So he grabs throw, ricochets off the shin off Kate Ambry and it's hooked away. Should be cleared by Kay Day on the cover and is Leonie Goff just turns around a little bit. A bit of desperation setting it looked like there. Beth Smith looks to sluggishly get herself back into position. But interesting one so far. Zoe Gap brings the ball away. 
Referee is going to keep the play on as Gab manages to knock it forward. Nearly finds Ambridge. Smith knocks it down the line and Gab will give chase. Keeper O'Brien's been fantastic off her line so far. And that again, superb. Saffron O'Brien threw herself for that ball. But again, there's a couple of times that Zoe Gab's been able to get forward from the right-hand side and, and try and support the two strikers. Hooked away by Claire Gab over on the far side to Imogen O'Brien. Cuts inside ahead of Golding and plays it diagonally. And the only Goff tries to get there, but it's just ahead of her. All the way through to Hancock. It was a nice attempt. A nice attempt for a pass. Goff. Was she on her heels? Not too sure. Just never really looked like she knew she was going to get there. And that pretty much put bed to that. So she hooks it forward now all the way through to Hancock in goal. It's been enthralling cup tie so far, it really has. Limited opportunities, you'd say, for both sides, but some nice football being played. Some competitive football being played. You would say that both sets of players here understand the permutations of the game and understand the, the magnitude of the contest they're in. And it's kind of what I was saying earlier, the first goal in, in these sort of cup games is very, very crucial. Everyone, you know, if you follow Southern Sport for years, you'll know that you know, I've seen a lot of games Sometimes in these cup games, the first goal is the one you want. Leonie Goff brings it away, knocks it to her right-hand side. Lucy Cummings trying to get there. Just nuds it into Beth Davis there. I'm surprised referee hasn't given that, because Cummings is, instead of running after the ball, he's then just dipped left to, to knock into her former teammate. Obviously friends, of course, but for me it's foul. She's not playing the ball. I think if uh, Cleaver end up scoring there, Chris Hill and... Darren Golden in particular would have been very, very upset with that. It was half-hearted appeals for a free kick. Referee's sort of saying no, like, you know, shoulder to shoulder, but he's not playing the ball for me. Golding brings it forward, hooks it forward. She's going to chase it herself. All the way through to Saffron O'Brien, though. Her kick forward, again, just a little bit too quick. And Beth Davis heads it on, and Lucy Cummings heads it out, out of play for a glossy throw in midway into the Bishop's Cleave half. We should be taken over on that far side by Claire Gab, just over Ambry, who came short for it. Ricochets away, and Ambry's closed down two clearances, and now bring it forward on the left-hand side. Winter, though, fantastic recovery again. Really good recovery run from Lottie Winter. Referee then gives a free kick for the challenge from Ambry on Sophie Taylor interesting point really that looks like Taylor and Winter have swapped Winter has now come into a more central position and Taylor's gone over to right back you know Winter was coming across time and time again she's made three unbelievable recovery runs as we were saying as the ball ricochets off Kent and it's now with Smith. Smith on the edge of the box. She's got options. Smith goes for it. Just cut across it. Wide of the left hand Bishop's Leaves post. But again, Glossy just feeding off the scraps whenever a mistouch or a, a loose pass is being played by Bishop's Leaves in their defensive third. Glossy have leapt on absolutely everything. Just haven't been able to get that breakthrough. Chloe Jarvis knocks it forward to Zoe Gabb who in turn 
takes on Imogen O'Brien. Her touch is a bit heavy though, and out of play for a Bishop's Lee throw in, which O'Brien hurls down the left hand side. Jarvis just comes across, nods it out of play. And Cleve will now throw in inside Gloss City territory. She's coming up to the, the half hour mark or so. Still 0 0. Live on 7 Sport. Hooked away by Day. Lee's going to have to deal with it under pressure and she doesn't. Bundle into and now Smith on this right hand side. There's Golding on the edge of the box. Also Ambry in there. It's cleared just away from Golding as well. And Lee tries to flick it clear straight into Day. Falls to Beth Smith. She could have gone down in the box. Smith goes for an effort. Saved by Stephen O'Brien. Round of applause from Tiger Turf Stadium. Again, we talked about the the little loose loose touches, loose passes that Bishop Cleaver making in that final third and Gloucester leaping onto all of them. Just taking the ascendancy, Cleave looking to <coughs> almost play on the counter-attack the way the game's going on, trying to catch Gloucester on the break, but at the same time they just need to be a bit more careful in possession, particularly in their own half. Just need to cut the mistakes out and, and try and frustrate Gloucester that they were doing in the opening sort of 10, 12 minutes or so. Golding takes the throw in up to Ambry on the left-hand side. Up against Winter. She's looking for options as Ambry. Shifts it left to try and create space to cross. Cuts back and she's got an option to cross all the way towards the edge of the box. Gab will retrieve it on this right-hand side up against Lees. Gab, if she looks up, she's got options. Goes past Lees. Gab still going into the area. So we Gab. Plays it across to Beth Smith. Flags it. Nearly. Nearly for Gloucester City there. Fantastic. Round of applause again for all those involved. Gab. Challenge. Free kick would have been given. So a couple of times April Lees has just been found out a little bit. Had to just swipe at a marker. Both times the player has managed to withstand the tackle. Play on. And it's dangerous. It's Jarvis's ball. She turns away with a look of disgust but Kate Ambry nearly got there in the end good defending from Winter to block the run and also Saffron O'Brien to come off her line and retrieve it Winter now cuts back as with Sophie Taylor she gets the ball forward goes straight to Paige Todd on the halfway line plays it forward hooked away by Lucy Cummings over the head of Bolton but she'll turn and sprint after it against Paige Todd good battle between the two of them on that far side Todd wins it this time out of play for a Gloucester throw Gap hurls the ball forward ricochets off Beth Davis and played forward by Imogen O'Brien should go all the way through to the Gloucester goalkeeper and does just marshalled back by Kay Day the captain for Gloucester City still nil nil in this Vitality Women's FA Cup tie Hancock's ball forward just over the head of Zoe Gab and Chloe Day Davis does well to hold off Goff and hooks it to his near side the free kick could be given correct decision from the referee Davis was being pulled all over by Leonie Goff there and as she hooked it forward it was obvious that Chloe Day wasn't going to catch it Claire Gab will take the free kick midway into the glossy half right in the centre 
So kick straight to Zoe Gab. Tries to thread it forward, nearly finds Kate Ambry. Clearance ricochets off Gab, straight to Chloe Jarvis. Knocks it down the right hand side for Gab to chase. Just going to go out of play for a throw in. Nearly not quite for Gloucester City that time. And Beth Ems will take the throw in. Throws it straight to Gap. Plays the ball down the line. Gives Ambry and Smith something to chase. Smith should get there. Hooks it in field, but it's out of play for a corner. Linesman's given it. Beth Smith is, I said, she struggled to really get into the game in terms of the influence she usually has, but she has ran an absolute mile in this first 30 odd minutes. It's been real effort from her. But corner to Gloss City on this near side. So every Gab to take it. Claire Gab forward from the back, as is Chloe Day. Played in. Smith just hooks it. So does Day. Smith tries to get it again. Smith with the effort. What a save that is. Is it going to go in? It is. Flag up. Well then. If that's offside, that is an unbelievable save from Saffron O'Brien. If that's a goal, it's still an unbelievable save from Saffron O'Brien. The linesman, I think, is going to disallow this one. Kate Ambry thinks she scored. The referee may just have his two cents. It looks like it's going to be offside. Offside is the call. Still nil-nil. But I tell you what, Saffron O'Brien has pulled off an absolute blinder of a save. The ball is played in. It's, it's hooked up into the air by Chloe Day more than anything. And Beth Smith, on a stronger left foot, just swings at it. Drills in an effort, and Saffron O'Brien has leapt down to her left hand side, got a massive palm to it. And O'Brien was scrambling back to get there in a foot race, really, with Ambry. Ambry beat her to it and knocked it in. Flag was up straight away. Got to give Lionsman the credit, he would have been right there. Had a chat from the referee, and the, probably the correct decision I think has been given there. But Saffron O'Brien, what a save! What a save. Obviously, the criticism would be that you know she didn't really get it away from the goal, but. You know, Smith hit that with velocity. She hit that ferociously from about 14 yards and through a stack of players to be able to even save that the way she did. Exceptional goalkeeping and arguably one of the best saves I've seen for a while. But that'll give Gloucester confidence. And now Kate Ambry's in one-on-one. Holds off her defender. Ambry, heavy touch. She just overruns it straight into O'Brien who has been exceptional. Exceptional goalkeeping again to come off the line as quickly as she did. Ambry will know she probably should have taken it earlier. Free kick given to Bishop's Cleave midway into the Cleave half as well. But again, it's a poor touch from Taylor. Ambry leapt on it instantly. We said that Gloucester have been fantastic at just nipping in on those poor touches, on those mistakes, on the, the loose passes. Cleave just need to watch that because they're running out of lives left. Davis and Golden combined to win the ball and now suddenly Smith is in for Gloucester City on this right hand side she plays it into the box early Ambry will give chase just beaten to it by Saffron O'Brien who's leapt off her line genuinely unbelievable goalkeeping performance so far it's been everything you want from your goalkeeper in a big game fantastic 
probably say she's the reason it's still nil-nil. Gloucester just finding their, not their feet really, because they've been in the game, but they're just clicking. Gloucester just ticking over, just reaching the levels that Chris Hill and, and Darren Golding would have wanted from their side. You know, they have got youthful exuberance on the bench and attacking options and a bit of prowess going forward, should it be needed. Smith off loads and it's played forward to Ambry. Ambry on this right-hand side plays a diagonal towards Paige Todd. It will give chase. Shakes off Bolton but she's forced all the way wide. Todd cuts back into the box. Todd goes for it. Curls it into the TN with a fantastic effort. And that's better. That's nice play. Smith having to do a bit of hold-up work on the halfway line. The ball's then played forward up to, to Ambry. We just turned, went for the diagonal. Todd was forced wide, but she did well to get there. Cut back and had uh, the guts, the balls to turn around and, and go for a curling effort. Would have been some effort had it gone into the back of the net. Saffron O'Brien, her kicking. One weakness in her goalkeeper performance so far. Straight again out of play for throwing on that far side. Claire Gabble trot forward to take. Up towards Ambry, boot in from Imogen O'Brien and she plays it forward. O'Brien who scored one of the goals last week for Bishop Cleave and they're come from behind, 2-2 draw. I say last week, a fortnight ago. And their 2-2 draw against Bristol Rovers women's development at Kate Lane. Meanwhile, here, Beth Smith and Chloe Golden got the goals for Gloss City in their 2-2 draw against Bitten. So both sides coming into this one similar sort of record there in the league. Similar sort of sides really and, and they had similar seasonal records by the end of last season. It's a bit scrappy though from that far side. It's Cleveland a throw in, comes in, balls then play forward, cleared back and a bit of tennis and then hooks out of play again off a straight boot for another throw. It's now Imogen O'Brien hooks it up into the air. It's going to take some defending. Header comes in. Leone Goff lurking for it. Zoe Gab throws herself at it. And Gloucester will smother it clear. Chloe Jarvis hooks it away. That will go out of play for Gloucester City throwing. Uh, Bishop Lee throwing, sorry, in the Gloucester City half. Brave defending from Zoe Gab because she was likely to take a, a whack there. And she threw herself at it. Five minutes to go till half-time break. That's been an interesting cup tie. Nil-nil still. And you say it's partly down to Bishop's Sleeve goalkeeper Saffron O'Brien. As Ems tries to give chase there for the loose ball. But it's out of play for a Gloucester City goal kick. Hancock just taking her time getting the, the game back in it's now Beth Davis straight to Imogen O'Brien but Jarvis follows it up touching field finds Smith Smith turns on it knocks it down the line ball forward from 
Lees and now suddenly Emerson O'Brien with a bit of space on his left hand side up against Davis ball played into Leone Goff on the edge of the box but a good challenge comes in from K Day and now Zoe Gab goes for a diagonal that's beautiful to this right hand side if Beth Smith can catch it she is going to get there, dinks it in first time. Ambry holds off her Marcus. This is a real chance for Gossi. Ambry goes for it. What a save. Imogen O'Brien again. Uh, sorry, Saffron O'Brien. Unbelievable goalkeeping. Cleared only as far as Day. Plays it into the box. Bundled into the back of it. She played it. No free kick given. And Saffron O'Brien just jumps onto the ball and holds it. What unbelievable half of football she's had. Ambry would have felt turning her marker like that. Running onto it left-footed. Ball out of her feet. You'd expect the net to ripple, but a fantastic save again. Low to her left-hand side by O'Brien. Glossy will slowly feel that it's coming if they keep playing the way they are. Cleve potentially may just need that half-time whistle. Lees goes to the right-hand side to Winter, who, interestingly, has just gone further wide again and, and Taylor's come back in. Her ball forward has chased by K Day who knocks out a play for a corner under the pressure of Bolton Gloucester after having a couple of chances to, to really go in a uh, half time ahead now going to have to defend this one to avoid going in behind three minutes to go to the half time break plus any additional time of course Ball played in, so Gab heads it away at the near post. City need to try and get themselves forward. Cleve need to get the ball back in quickly. Again, closed down by Zoe Gab. That's fantastic commitment. She's taken one, I think, full in the face there. Imogen O'Brien, they took the corner, it came back to her, ball out of her feet, whipped it back in, but Gab headed it away at the near post, went flying after it. Nearly the half-time interval here. Still Glossy nil, Bishops Cleve nil. But you know, if you're Glossy player, you're going in at half-time, wondering how on earth you haven't scored here. Hasn't been loads and loads of chances, you'd say, but they've had some serious opportunities of going ahead. And the goalkeeper for Bishops Cleve, Saffron O'Brien, has made three absolutely fantastic saves. And that's the difference. Well, that's the reason there isn't a difference between the two sides going into the half-time break, to be honest. Anyone tells you anything differently is watching a completely different game to me. Game is uh, restarted and a poor touch over on the far side by Ems is leapt on by Chloe Day. Interception comes in from Kent. You can only knock out a play for a throw in, which is taken quickly. Batting for it is... Beth Smith, Beth Davis hooks it forward after the clearance and it's hooked away by Taylor, only as far as Golden who pokes it forward. Kate Amory will give chase, but Saffron O'Brien's clearly going to get that one. Just taking time with this one, O'Brien. Long ball forward. Bounces for Chloe Jarvis, just step into, skips past her marker, was caught as well. But she's played it forward. Golden goes infield to Gab and Gab into the centre circle, trying to get out of her feet. Just maybe doing a bit too much with it, but a challenge comes in from her to win it back. Knocks it down the left hand side. And now it's with Todd who put the afterburners on. 
into the area. Todd plays it across for Beshmith. And right on half time, Gosh, you see, you get the deadlock breaker. They get the opening goal, the goal that they probably deserved on the balance of play. And it's fantastic in the end. Zoe Gab lost the ball. She won it back, knocked it to the left-hand side. Paige Todd just showing those clean set of heels, cutting it back in. And Beth Smith on her left foot, stepping onto it about the penalty spot, has given Saffron O'Brien absolutely no chance with that one. And Glossy deservedly lead by a goal to nil. Target Earth Stadium and enjoyed that one. Kate Ambry and Beth Smith celebrated together there. They enjoyed that one as well. We're in stoppage time at the end of the first half and, and we talked about how important the first goal could be. There could be a response here almost for Bishop's clear straight from kickoff, long ball forward. So the only goff just chase it one-on-one with Hancock and you've got to give her credit. I was talking about the two goals here against Bitten. This time Hancock sprinting off her line gets there first and that's just the importance. We've seen that today from both keepers really. The importance of just being able to get off your line quickly. Golding knocks it to this right-hand side and Dave fizzles it in towards Ambry. Hooked away and as far as Beth Smith. Smith, ball out of her feet. Dinks it forward towards Paige Todd. It'll give chase. It'll be a hell of an effort if she can keep it in. She just can't as hard a play for a goal kick. I believe the referee signaled to the lines while it's near side two minutes as well. So we're, we're in that currently. We've played one additional minute so far. And Gloss City are 1-0 up. Beth Smith thundering an effort in after a page Todd cross. In fact, the referee only had it on one minute. <laughs> Round of applause echoing around the Tiger Turf Stadium for what has been a, a fantastic first 45 minutes, it's got to be said. Not just from Gloss City, but from Bishop's Cleave as well. It's been a fantastic cup tie and one that's been uh, very entertaining to watch. Both sides have had their moments. Gloucester had the better chances in that first 45 minutes, you felt. And Bishop's Cleave goalkeeper Saffron O'Brien has made three absolutely outstanding saves, absolutely blinding saves. But she had no answer. She couldn't do anything about Beth Smith's opener after Zoe Gab played it to Paige Todd on the left. Todd in behind, lays the ball across. Smith running onto it, left-footed, drills it into the bottom corner. And that's the difference between the two sides going into the break. Um, we can have a break as well here on 7 Sport. When we come back, we're going to have the second half in full live for you. But at the break, as we said, Gloss City lead by a goal to nil. And we're back live on 7 Sport for Gloss City women versus Bishop's Cleave ladies in the Vitality Women's FA Cup and Gloucester lead by a goal to nil both sides had their moments had chances Gloucester probably would have thought their, their goal was never going to come Saffron O'Brien in goal for Bishop's Cleave has made a couple of absolutely outstanding saves it really has to be said including one that saw Kate Ambry follow up but the flag went up for offside she could do nothing about the goal that separates the two sides at the moment. Paige Todd, just showing what she's about in terms of her pace. Down the left-hand side, cutting the ball back for Beth Smith to step onto and put in for her second goal of the season. Second goal in as many games as well. Doesn't appear like either side has made a substitution out of the break. I don't think either side really has got to change personnel-wise. The only thing you'd say for Gossie is they've, they've got to be more clinical. 
because they've had a couple of chances that they've created and, and won from poor touches and, and poor mistakes from Bishop Cleave and that's what they need to cut out Cleave because going forward they've looked quite good let's, let's be honest you know Imogen O'Brien Lucy Cummings Jess Sterling they've all had their moments of trying to create for Cleve but Leonie Goff has had probably one really good chance she's been quite starved of opportunities and that would have been a frustration for the visitors going into the break in that half time period but she's a good enough player that if she does get a chance in and around the Gloss City box you wouldn't be too surprised if she takes it so this FA Cup tie is very much so far from over but looks like we're going to nearly be all set for the second half to kick off Gloss City will do it kicking from right to left as we look in this second 45 like I said Cleve don't know they've made any subs themselves and we're all set for a crucial 45 minutes for both sides in this FA Cup tie and we're off City kick us off as with Beth Davis in the centre circle threads it forward to the goal scorer Beth Smith lays it off to Kate Ambry good touch from her and uh, tries to sweep it forward to Smith good finderous clearance from Winter Davis wins the ball back there and it's now with Zoe Gap back to Davis neat intricate play between the two of them and Gab steps onto it just runs into Imogen O'Brien and Beth Davis follows up that'll be a free kick for a foul against Zoe Gab free kick for, for Cleve right on halfway As we said, a good crowd here at the Tiger Turf Stadium to, to watch this one. As O'Brien goes long up towards the run of Goff. It comes off the head of Chloe Jarvis. That'll play for a corner to Bishop's Cleave. Bit of a tame corner to concede if you're in a Gloss City camp. <coughs> it's a big chance. Big chance for the visitors to level the, the tie. So early into the second half, we've only played 72 seconds of it. O'Brien to swing the corner in from this right-hand side towards the, the back post. Header comes in, and it is in! And that is what Gloucester would have been dreading, and that is what Lucy Cummings would have dreamt about. The former Gloucester midfielder gets her head on it, and it's into the top corner from the set-piece. Bishop Cleave have levelled it inside the first 90 seconds of the half. Uh, Scross City 1, Bishop Cleave 1. Game kicked off really quickly after that equaliser. Cleave would have been talking about it at half time, how they're going to get back into it, and they've got back into it instantly. And uh, Kate Ambry nearly nips in there. Slight mix-up. Lottie Winter didn't know whether to clear it left or right. Didn't clear it at all. But it's been bailed out. Saffron O'Brien just ran all the way through to her. And Ambry just couldn't get there. Nervous. Gloss City bench. Bit of pacing from Hill. Golden just stood. Hands on hips. Won't be too happy with that. Fantastic defender from K-Day to stop. Leone Goff getting in on the right hand side and Cleve they're like a completely different side here throwing 
to the corner. It's with Imogen O'Brien. Knocks it back to Bolton. Now Sterling. Nice from Cleve this. Kent into O'Brien again. Challenged by Zoe Gabby. who's done fantastically well to win the ball. She can bring it away now and drills it forward towards Ambry. Ricochets away and Taylor will just nip in and poke it forward. The flag will go up if Cummings does get there. Flag up straight away. Referee just having a word with Imogen O'Brien. He wasn't happy that a free kick wasn't given for her. Challenge 50-50 with Zoe Gab. Didn't look like there was anything wrong with it. And referee just saying to, the, to her, really, that, you know, both, both players were just committed to the tackle. I don't think there was a foul in there at all. Jarvis, hooks the ball forward. Touchdown by Smith. Stepped into by Bolton. And now it's O'Brien again. Goes for a ball forward flag up straight away against Leonie Goff. Nice idea to try to peel off Claire Gab if the ball was played. But luckily for Goff City, the flag up straight away. To be fair, the line's one on his side. Yeah, he's been quite confident with his decisions and he's made decisions very early. It's what you like to see, particularly for the, this loud goal in that first half. You know, I was speaking to, to a spectator here that the flag went up before the ball went even hit the back of the net and before the effort came in from Kate Ambry. That's how sure he was of the decision. Beth Davis brings the ball down on the halfway line into Beth Smith. Her pass is blocked, but it's back to her. Now it's Gab on the halfway line. Sidesteps Sterling and Sterling gets back at her. Gab wants a free kick not given and O'Brien sweeps it forward. Day's going to have to do some chasing. Hancock's coming out to deal with it as well. Day take it off Hancock. Neither really was sure. Luckily for Gloss City, Leonie Goff had stopped. She just assumed that Hancock was going to get there. But the captain, Gloss City captain, just took it on herself really. Cleve coming down the left-hand side. Beth Davis should clear. Does fantastically well today. Now on to Chloe Golding. Runs into traffic but still going. Golding pokes it forward to Ambry. On the right-hand side. Back heel from Ambry for Day to run onto. Chloe Day over on that far side. Chance to get the ball into the box. And it's a good ball in. Straight across the face of goal. Chloe Golding went near. Beth Smith just couldn't get there and it's hooked clear. Touch infield. Gives Paige Todd a chance to nip in. It's now with O'Brien round the corner. To Bolton, back to Imogen O'Brien again. He's taking up some really good positions here. She's going for a diagonal again. Day's going to have to get there ahead of Goff. Day scrapping for it with Goff. Holds off the challenge from a striker and Hancock's clearance ricochets away. The referee's going to give a free kick for a push in the back by Goff. K Day is down. Doesn't appear to be too comfortable. Just caught between the rock and a hard place, really. But uh, Darren Golden's been called onto the pitch. Doesn't look to be in a good way at all. There's Gloss City's captain. Chris Hill, kind of frustrated figure, away to our left-hand side. He knows what a big miss that'll be. Looks like a substitution is going to need to be done here. Substitution's been signalled. Chris Hill's been called onto the pitch as well. Does not look good at all for K Day. A couple of our teammates there helping as well. And the rest are taking opportunity to get drinks on board. Cleave are as well. Potentially could be some sort of cut. 
down Golden Get in Bandaging out From the look of it Down Golden Speaking to To Chloe Golden Just sort of Giving her Some sort of instruction But he's looking into the crowd As if he's Potentially needing help here What will be interesting is he was actually coming on because the influential captain is uh, going to be a big miss. Looking at the substitutes, maybe Casey Anderson comes on, not too sure. Meg Long could potentially come on too. But a break in play here and uh, obvious concern for Day. Didn't seem too obvious what the potential injury could be. Just Goff gave her a bit of a nudge and Ran into Hancock in a big collision. But whether they've uh, gone to get a stretcher, not too sure. Chloe Golden and Zoe Gabagon sprinting down the steps to the changing rooms. It's not what we want to see on the football field at all. But they just look to be in a lot of pain. Credit the referee and the officials, they've handled the situation well. The referee hasn't left day side, really. Yeah, stretcher is coming on. Which is not what we want to see at all. Gab and uh, Golden re-emerge to bring the stretcher on. And our thoughts, obviously, with K-Day here. Hopefully it isn't too serious and she gets back to playing as soon as she possibly can. That's uh, a lot of concern for the stricken captain. Restlessness in the crowd. No football being played. Casey Anderson and Rakia Morgan King have gone to warm up. Meg Proud as well. How do you solve it? If you're Gloss City, who do you bring on here? That's the, the question. Four outfield substitutes warming up. Knowing that one of them is potentially coming on the centre half. Or you could potentially see Chloe Jarvis coming to central position with Claire Gab. You bring Chloe Gold in a, a right back, maybe. Gloucester have options. They have options to potentially change shape change formation they have to change personnel that's for sure (laughs) 
But uh, they're just being helped on to, to the stretcher now. Obviously, all the, the time taken with this one. You want to be patient. You want to be sure of what you're doing. And credit Chris Hill. He's been there the whole time. And she's going to be carried off the field. Unfortunate injury. 4K days. A round of applause. And rightly so for her efforts on the field. Even the referee applauding. Uh, yeah we uh, wish her all the best we really do don't like to see us for any side and, uh, Hancock the, the goalkeeper just getting a talking to as well from, from her teammate and uh, fellow goalkeeper Char Pride just sort of saying look you know, could have done anything it was just a collision between a couple of players and unfortunately days come off worse that uh, a couple of the spectators will, will assist to make sure the players can get back on the field. But the question of who's going to come on, Chris Hill was saying to, the, to Claire Gab, this is what's going to happen, this is what you're going to do, and, uh, and this is how we're, we'll, we'll go about it. So who is going to come on? Casey Anderson looks like it is going to be her. Well, see, you're going to have to refocus. They've lost their captain to an unfortunate injury. It looks to be a bad one. Casey Anderson coming onto the field. Chloe Golden will now be captain. How are they going to shape up? Of course, obviously, you completely ignored the fact that Beth Smith used to be a centre-half. So... From the look of it, she's taken upon herself to go at the back. Katie Anderson will naturally play further forward as, as we'd expect her to. So it shouldn't be too much of a disruption personnel-wise for Gloucester City. Beth Smith, with, with her quality at the back that we've seen over the years, or over the year or so that we've covered uh, Gloucester City women, hmm, should be okay. But we're back on... On the pl- well, underway. Good chunk of additional time will be due on that one. Quarter of an hour on the clock, but we haven't played it. One-one. Gloucester City women versus Bishop Steve ladies. The tie is finely poised. Lucy Cummings, the former Gloucester City midfielder, the one who. Equalised. The best miss gone down now for Gloucester City, which is not what they want. She seems to be in all sorts of discomfort too. Just a heavy landing from from her, I think. But another a break in play here. This will be the last thing that Chris Hill will want to see. The forward who's gone to centre half because the main centre half and captain's gone off injured, and looks like being taken to hospital. Has now gone down injured herself. Should just be a, a bit of a, a joint injury on the, the ankle. Helping herself to her feet. Seems to be okay. 
referee, you can have a word with Beth Smith. I think she may have just got up and said someone out of turn there. So a bit of a, well, I wouldn't even call it a stop start. The second half has been mainly stop. But the, the games will be, the, the game minutes that we have seen, Bishop Sleeve came out of the blocks for the second half, equalised almost instantly from a corner, whipped in. Lucy Cummings, former Gloucester City midfielder, header into the top corner, and it's been a half from hell, really, for Gloucester City. You then lose your, your captain and a couple of injuries looking to just surface here. And Bishop Sleeve has just got to be calm about what they're doing, be composed and potentially just try and upset the rhythm. I mean, the rhythm hasn't even been... It's been, been upset itself for Gloucester City, really. As Beth Davis goes for one from distance, doesn't catch it fully. And it's all the way through to O'Brien. Still 1-1, live on 7 Sport, of course, with our commentaries. This season sponsored by 7 Signs Limited. And obviously our main sponsor, Cornell & Company, for your mortgage, financial, consultancy and lending needs. So we got placeable forward and gives Casey Hansen some of the chase. The substitute on the right corner of the box. Not it down in front of her. Good recovery from Winter. But Anderson's still going. Cuts back. Knocks it towards Golding and making an advanced run. But it's hooked clear by Taylor. Out of play for a glossy throw in midway into the Bishop's Cleave half. But that's better from the hosts. It's how they would have wanted to react to the setbacks that they've had in this half so far. Clearance ricochets off a red shirt. And it's out of play for a goal kick as we said Gloucester still have some attacking options on the bench particularly Megan Prout and Rakia Morgan King 16 year olds bright futures in the game brought one on Katie Anderson who's won the header there Kate Ambry in the box tries to lift her effort and she does up over the goal and up over the stand behind new ball being called for it looks like Chris Hill's going to be doing the rest of the game solo in terms of the management a couple of murmurs that Heyday is going to be taken to hospital so we'll try and find out after the game any updates but Cleve have a throw midway into their own half on this near side 1-1 one, one in this cut tie finally poised it is chest down by Zoe Gab and tries to hold off O'Brien and does wins a throw in for her side which Todd will take. Loops the throw in up towards Gab, headed in field, and Gab nips in. Still going is Chloe Golding, steps onto it into the area. Golding just outnumbered and it's hat clear, only as far as Sammy Gab with the effort, who beats the ground in frustration. She knows she's better than that, plays it well, well wide. But a nice half chance there. For Grossi to potentially regain the lead. So still 1 1. 
lost there, took the lead. Beth Smith right on half time and then right after it, concealed from a corner. Lucy Cummings with the header. Next goal, crucial in the contest. Golding hooks it forward towards Anderson, stepped into by Imogen O'Brien. That's now ricocheted off Chloe Day, hooked forward by Beth Smith. Touch from Ambry, just skips away from her slightly. Neither side able to really get under control. And it's now Zoe Gab in the centre circle, skips past her marker and still going. Sterling scrapping with her and Gab gets another boot in, hooked away. Header up from Beth Davis. Golden challenging for it with Imogen O'Brien. Golden still going. But O'Brien does well to hold her off and knock it to the right-hand side. Up and under gives Claire Gab some defending to do. She's done it pretty well. Up to Todd. Todd thinking about going for it. Knocks it down the line. Ambry something to chase, but that's too heavy. Straight out of play for a goal kick. Really, you'd want to see Paige Todd just take it down and run. At the Bishop's back line, they sh- she showed such great pace to get in behind for the goal. Darren Golden has re-emerged to uh, be in the dugout with Chris Hill and they're in deep conversation about how they can regain the initiative in this contest. Gab pokes it through, but then the clearance from Bishop's Cleave ricochets off Bolton. Hacked straight up into the air. That'll be a glossy throw-in all day. Gab hurls it down the left-hand side, gives Ambry some of the chase. Ambry skies it up into the air. She gives chase of it herself. Ambry deep in the corner. There's one a throw-in right in the corner for Gloucester City as they attack up the left-hand side. Still 1-1, live on 7 Sport. Looks like Rakia Morgan-King is about to come into proceedings. Potentially could be a swap for Paige Todd. I'm not too sure. Throwing, headed out, only as far as Gab takes a touch, goes for an effort, got underneath it, and it's up over the crossbar. Just see, she uh, had to rush her effort. Sterling was lurking and challenging her from behind, and she had to go for it. Uh, it's going to be a substitution. That uh, is going to be Kate Ambry being replaced. Ambry, who missed a lot of pre season, she's uh, suffered from her knee. She wears a strap on her, her left knee. Didn't train this week due to Gloss City against Telford being played here on Tuesday night and then on Thursday being unavailable. So Rakeel Morgan King will actually come on through the middle as well, which is uh, good for her. It's what she wants to do in terms of her development. She was forced to, well, not forced, she was played at right wing back against Bitten and I don't think she particularly enjoyed that, to be honest. But through the middle is where she wants to be and she's got the potential to. To, to play that really we saw her last season in particular the game at Long Levens away she scored a couple of absolute blinding efforts and had an unbelievable game and it's, it's mental to think she is only sort of 16, 17 years old really but Gloucester just need to regain their composure regain the initiative they've done so slightly but we've played 22 minutes at the first second half sorry, according to the, the watch but you know, there was a, a long stoppage for K-Day's injury, probably near in a good 10 minutes, I'd say. It felt like anyway. Cleve come forward with Goff, tries to put it to the right-hand side. It's a bit too heavy, and Todd should deal with it, and she does. Skips it forward. Now Todd will open her legs and give a run. Skips past 
Sterling who gets back at her with a good challenge hooked away by Claire Gab up to Morgan King orange boot Morgan King cuts one way then the other good challenge comes in Gab beaten to it by Bolton and Sterling goes for an up and under and that's onside Goff coming for it ahead of Cancock Goff gets there ahead of her as in Leone Goff makes it Bishop's leave two Gloss City one and it's as simple as that sometimes just a, a ball forward she's onside beats the offside trap Hancock just beaten to it by Goff hooked it up over the keeper it's bouncing to the back of the net and Gloucester having been 1-0 up find themselves two goals two to one down sorry that's a big moment in the contest with about 25 plus minutes to go I said it I said that you know please just had to bide their time and be composed and, and calm on what they were doing and they've got their moment they've got their chance and they've taken it now it's up to Gloucester as we said to regain that initiative to regain that composure that you'd say they lost after the equaliser even before Day got injured but Morgan King gives chase to her own touch and that'd be a free kick she's barged into as she played it Gloucester have a free kick about 10 to 15 yards inside the Bishop's Leaf half. And uh, yeah, it's interesting now to see how Gloucester actually respond to this. We said before that in the opening weekend, both sides had to come from behind. So both sides are used to it. Smith plays the free kick in. Header comes up by Taylor. Nods back in by Davis. Ricochets around. Scuffed effort. Falls the way of Paige Todd. Takes it down. Todd still going for it. Good recovery from Taylor. Herbal forward is touched down by Gab, who just about keeps it in. Does fantastically well. Does Zoe Gab against Goff. Plays it forward to Morgan King. Ricochets away from her. And O'Brien steps in. Imogen O'Brien back to Saffron O'Brien. Her kick straight to Paige Todd, but her touch sends it out of play for a throw into Bishop's Cleave, midway into their own half. Live on Seven Sport. be a corner to Gloucester City corner to be taken from the left hand side it's a pretty good one just over Golden falls to the back post Anderson just didn't hit it still Bishop Steve managed to smother it away Golden opportunity. Golden opportunity for Glossy to have levelled it there. Hooked away. Golden knocks it to the left-hand side. Gab leaves it for Todd. That's already the way around, in fact. Gab just overruns it, though. Out of play for a cleave throw-in. 
throw-in taken, hooked infield by Morgan King, away from Lucy Cummins, and now Casey Anderson gets there. Anderson tries to play it forward towards Chloe Day. Winter knocks it back to the keeper, who's done well to get there and play it up long to Jarvis, who a little bit tired. And she dangled her boot forward and knocks it straight out of play for a throw-in. It's going to be a substitution for Bishop's Cleave. Going off, number six, Alice Lees, to be replaced by number eight, Ella Sharp. Lees, who's caused all sorts of problems in that first 45 minutes, had a pretty good second half, to be fair. Been quite solid. Done a good shift for her team. And Sharp will come onto the field. And slot in at uh, right centre back from the look of it. City try to bring it forward with Todd scrapping for it with Bolton. It's been an intriguing battle between the two of them all afternoon. Bolton comes away with it this time and hacked forward by Sharp up over the halfway line. Claire Gab under pressure, they have to deal with it. That's out of play for a cleave throw in off Gab. Doesn't look too impressed with the decision. But it looked like he came off both players' shoulders. Bolton takes the throw in, flicked on by O'Brien, falls to Smith. Smith goes long, goes forward, and Casey Anderson will give chase on the right hand side. Suddenly now Glossy trying to get bodies forward. Morgan King in there. Anderson crosses it towards her just a bit too long, and she could only flick it out of play for a goal kick. Maybe just a little bit too slow to get the midfielders up in and around the forward line with Gloucester there. A little bit of fatigue setting in, a little bit of tiredness. But the clock says nearly half an hour going into the second half. Probably 10, looking at nearly 10 additional minutes, I would say. Beth Smith played long. It's going to bounce all the way through to Morgan King, wide on the left-hand side. She's going to have to retrieve it she's done fantastically well to turn into the box just stepped onto it and that'll be a free kick fantastic refereeing Morgan King just smart turn right on the byline on the left hand side and was just clipped I think it was Jess Sterling making the recovery run and uh, I think the referee's calling the rover to have a word nope no he's not it's going to be a free kick right on the the byline the corner of the penalty area on this left hand side for Gloucester City as they go in search of this equaliser currently trailing by two goals to one Golding to take it Linesman flagging over on the far side for something stop now I think it's a bit of grappling potentially Referee is going to go over and have a word with him, though. I think it might be Zoe Gab and Lottie Winter just in a six-yard box. Who's the referee going to call over here? He's had a chat with the linesman. Yeah, it is Zoe Gab and it is Lottie Winter, the two that were just jostling in a six-yard box, trying to play a bit of mind games, you feel. Referee, just let him know what he's expecting. 
golden opportunity for Gloucester City this free kick from the left hand side Golding set to take it when the referee is happy with everything plenty of bodies forward Golding fizzes it in good hands from Saffron O'Brien and falls to the ground exceptional goalkeeping once more Just want to see if Gloucester are going to get back into this. They're going to have to just commit, commit a couple of bodies forward, and that could leave space for Bishop's Cleave. You look at the way the second goal came in particular, just a long ball forward that Gloucester didn't deal with. Throwing, fizz forward. Claire Gab hooks it away. Chance for Gloucester to get further up the field. Good header away from Winter. I'll replay for City throw-in. Midway into the Bishop Cleave half on this left-hand side. Todd zooms it in, headed away. Falls to Claire Gap, just fizzed it forward herself. Straight into the midriff of Imogen O'Brien, who hooks it forward long. Jarvis, slightly heavy touch, with Goff lurking and Cummings in there as well. It's going to fall loose, and Beth Davis knocks it down the line towards Chloe Day who skips past a marker over on the far side Day with a chance to put this into the box there's a good ball in straight in the near post though and Saffron O'Brien gratefully clutches it just over 10 minutes to go but of course we do have that stoppage time that we're set to see with the injury to Kay Day Morgan King knocks it round the corner to Paige Todd midway into the Bishop Cleave half up this left-hand side. Still going. Cleave thought it went out of play, but linesman was unmoved. Todd's really not getting any space from Bolton. That's fantastic from Cora Bolton. Just stuck to her like glue, stuck to the task. It made life very, very difficult for the Gloucester City winger. Uh, just taking a kick there. Chris Hill doesn't want any more injuries, that's for sure. Obviously had the, the K-Day injury and a couple of scares since. Just being helped to her feet is uh, Todd. She will continue. But Megan Prout's gone to warm up anyway. Won't be too surprised to see her come on. Throw in. Taken long into the area. Scuff clearance away. And as far as Beth Davis, who thinks about the effort, slightly heavy touch. Davis slides in. It's not fully cleared. Morgan King sidesteps. Goes for an effort. And it's well blocked. Cleave defending resiliently. Defending as a unit. Defending very, very well. Since they went 2-1 up. Making life hard for their hosts. That's what they would have wanted to do. Despite the fact they did go in at the break 1-0 down, of course. They've showed great character. Throwing into the area. over Everybody flicked on towards Morgan King. Can't get anything on it. Uh, it's hooked away by Sharp. And as far as Beth Smith, stepping onto it in the middle of the cleave half. Goes through from distance. And it's always going wide. Good effort, really speculative effort from Beth Smith. 
but way wide in the end. Megan Prout is going to be coming on. Herself ready. We play on. Jarvis skips past her marker in M's. But M's still sticking with her. Cleave have not given up. Cleave have showed great stamina and, and, and really been physical when they've needed to be. Chloe Day still scrapping for it as well. Clearance up to the only Goff. Goff just holding off Beth Davis, but a clearance ball uh, forward, sorry is cleared by Claire Gabb. And uh, it looks like it's going to be the time for, for Meg Pratt to come on. It might just be Paige Todd coming off. In fact, it's Beth Smith going off. He did have a knock earlier on. Smith, who put her side 1-0 up just on the stroke of half-time. She's lasted a good 80-odd minutes. Prout's coming on. It's going to be a big old movement here. Looks like Chloe Day's going to come central with Chloe Jarvis and Meg Prout's going to go and play it right back with Claire Gab coming across to the left. Meg Prout would like to get forward though and, and you know, realistically the way Gloucester will play she could end up being a spare player just like this. She nearly gets in ahead of number 26, Emma Kent. Clearance ricochets off the Gloucester player. But Prout keeps it alive. Infield to Golding. Round the corner to Beth Davis, who steps into it. Skips past the challenge. And Lucy Cummings then slides into her. Referee's going to have to bring that back. And we wouldn't be too surprised if he gets a card out here. It's very, very late, really. Cummings is going to get a talking to. And for me, I think the referee's been a bit lenient there. Obviously, you don't want to see players sent off or, or getting cards for the sake of it, but it's been uh, been building that one. Ball forward in search of Gab from the free kick. Cleared away. Imogen O'Brien puts a boot through it, and it's wide to this near side. If Goff can keep it in, she can't. There'll be a Gloss City throw-in, which Claire Gab throws into Paige Tot, flicked over her shoulder. Morgan King keeps it in on the left, trying to cut in field and start to play for a City throw-in after a clearance. Sophie Taylor doing well to come across. Throw-in comes in, headed down and Beth Davis nips into it. Is it going to fall for Gloucester City and Casey Anderson? No, it isn't. Hooked away by Jess Sterling. Cleve knowing they're going to have to do a lot of defending here if they are going to get themselves into the next round of the Cup forward over Golding Morgan King just can't get it down and it's all the way through to Saffron O'Brien who again takes it in her gloves again falls to the floor and still Gloss City 1 Bishops Cleave 2 we've about 7 minutes of normal time left expect probably double that as a minimum with the additional time Claire Gab being pushed by Leonie Goff. Goff then puts it out of play for a Goff City throw in. Gab throws it down the line to her sister, Zoe Gab, just holding off the marker, cuts it forward, and Winter leads it for Sharp. Sharp's ball finds 
Chloe Jarvis. Jarvis is Prout over on the far side. Prout skips past Imogen O'Brien. Plays it forward. Gives Morgan King some of the chase, but it should go through to Saffron O'Brien quite easily in the end. And the Cleve goalkeeper just falls onto it again, trying to eat up the second. and 10 in the spectators count and suddenly Cleve looking trying to get in Chloe Jarvis doing very well against Leonie Goff goes down free kick given against Chloe Jarvis and, uh, Jarvis not happy with the decision referee will speak to the linesman the linesman was the one who gave it I think he, he flagged straight away and uh, the ball was cleared after the whistle by Claire Gav. She's going to get a yellow card for kicking the ball away. Well, referee asked the linesman, was it after the whistle? He says yes. That'll be a yellow card. You don't want to be critical of the officials, but a couple of the tackles that have come in today have warranted yellow cards and the first yellow card of the day is for be kicking the ball away from the side who would trail him by two goals to one baffling really and you wonder why sometimes referees make a rod for their own back not for me so O'Brien swings the free kick in always going over looking for a, a ball quicker from Chris Hill and Chris Hill scuffed it <laughs> out of play <laughs> Unbelievable. Free kick comes in, goes straight over the crossbar. <laughs> the City players turn around to the bench, give us a ball quicker because it's going to the sand. There's no one sat or stood in the T end. Chris Hill stepping onto it, has absolutely shanked it straight <laughs> out of play. Didn't get it to intend the target at all and just delayed the process really. Gloucester have played, a, played the free kick and I don't know why I find that so funny. <laughs> Paige Todd plays ball forward in search of Rakia Morgan King. And speaking to it, good defending in the end by Taylor. He's managed to clear it out of play for a throw-in. The ball's come back quicker this time from Darren Golding. Flicked in field by Morgan King. Casey Anderson just takes it down but can't get it under full control. But then it falls to her. Anderson plays it to the right-hand side. Chance here for Megan Prowl. She'll be out of her feet. Prowl, good save by the keeper. Prowl again. It's 2-2. Two, two. Drama in the FA Cup. We, I said it Meg Prowl is coming on at right back but she's always going to look, forward, look to get forward potentially going to be the spare, spare player she was there good ball to the right hand side got to say Saffron O'Brien stood tall made a great first save just couldn't get there for the second one and Meg Prowl levels it it's Gloss City 2 Bishop Cleave 2 and with the additional time that we're due to play this is game on this is finally poised this is FA Cup football at its best Both sides who drew their opening league game 2-2, of course. They know this scoreline very well. I make it about two and a half minutes of normal time. Probably looking at about seven or eight additional. You're looking at a good another ten minutes left of this one. Cleve have been pegged back. How are they going to react? Because Gloucester reacted pretty well to going behind, it's got to be said. Morgan King just nips in ahead of Sharp and will still go with it. Throwing 
goes Cleves way. Of course, I'm pretty sure if this is a, a draw after nine minutes, it goes to extra time and penalties. But Cleveland are throwing, trying to get themselves forward. So a gap hooks it up over her shoulder. Beth Davis knocks it down towards Rakia Morgan King. Up and under from Sharp. Cries of keeper, so Hancock comes and get it. Love drama. Sunday drama. In the Vitality Women's FA Cup. The roof and he came off the stand. I mean, at the Tiger Turf Stadium as Meg Prout made that 2-2. And well, there is additional time coming. We know there's going to be a lot of it. But it does feel like next goal wins it territory. Casey Anson pokes it forward. Morgan King gives chase. Hooked away. Nod down by Anderson. Finds Chloe Golden on the right-hand side. Golden. Just hooks it to the edge of the box. There's no one there. And Imogen O'Brien clears it. Ricochets off Beth Davis to Goff. And it comes to this near side. Jess Sterling goes forward. Should be dealt with by Neva Gad in the end. Ricocheted off both of them. Paige Todd gets back and should clear. Does to Zoe Gab. Up against Sterling. Plays a diagonal over O'Brien. Beautiful ball to Casey Anderson. And now there's a chance on the right side. The pass from Anderson just too narrow. Needed to go wider to, to Meg Prout instead of in towards Morgan King. O'Brien, the goalkeeper, plays it long over the boot of Davis, who went stretching for it. Gab swings it forward, gives Morgan King some of the chase, but goes straight through to O'Brien. Cleve looked to come again. Long ball touchdown by Todd. It's going to go in between the two centre rows. Claire Gab has to hook it away for a throw in. That's going to be a, another substitution from Cleve, I believe. It's going to be Emma Kent going off. Yeah, Emma Kent going off. She's going to be replaced by Emil Owen. So Owen comes onto the field. So we're in stoppage time. Played currently 91 minute. It's a chance here for Bishop Sleeve. The throw in though is headed down by Zoe Garvin, turned out by. Page Todd just been informed reliably from Olverston United's manager James Evely there is no extra time straight to penalties that's what we love to hear and I'm excited by that news Casey Anson though nips in to try and deny herself that and she brings the ball over the halfway line suddenly Gloucester can look to turn defence into attack Anderson's still going on the right hand side she's got options in the box Anderson cross it to the back post Todd can she get there she can she keeps it in Todd plays it, oh, drills it at near post, straight to Saffron O'Brien. And I tell you what, Saffron O'Brien's not diving on the ball this time. Not to say it was a bad thing that she was. It's a fantastic performance from the goalkeeper. 
but she is looking to get her side forward and quickly. Gab jumps into the ball, skips past Imogen O'Brien. It's now Zoe Gab goes for a shot from distance. Saffron O'Brien easily gets there. We've played two additional minutes, probably looking at five at least more. It felt like K-Day was down for a good while. We've had a couple of goals and also a couple of other injuries since. So it'll be interesting how long the referee does play before we do go to penalty shootout. Ball played over Claire Gap. Goff tries to take it down, goes for one from distance, didn't get hold of it at all. That's out of play for a goal kick. Both sides starting to slowly look bereft of ideas. It's definitely next goal wins at territory, you feel. And the hosts will be desperate. Desperate for it to be them. The visitors likewise. But after a dramatic draw for Bishop's Cleave men's in the FA Cup yesterday, they look set to potentially do it again for the women's. Unless either side can just force that winner. Chloe Day gives the ball away and it's with O'Brien. Shoots blocked by Golding. Beth Davis hooks it away to Anderson who's made a real difference since she's come onto the field. Turns one way than the other. Tries to play it towards Paige Todd but it's cut out. Taylor plays it forward for Leonie Goff to give chase on this right-hand side. Claire Gab, fantastic challenge. That's a red ball. <laughs> Lovely bit of defending. Considering Claire Gab's on the yellow card as well, she's done particularly well to win the ball and, and win the throw-in as well. Sterling knocks it square to Imogen O'Brien for Bishop's Cleaver. Immediately trying to look for Goff's position to try and play it down the right channel. Long ball forward. Should go all the way through to Hancock and goal and does. And that's a chance for Gloucester to really get bodies forward and really try and put a bit of pressure on Bishop's Cleave in the final stages of this contest. Vitality Women's FA Cup first qualifying round. Brought to you on Seven Sport by Seven Signs. All of your signage needs in and around Gloucester and the wider areas. A reminder, we are actually got a live commentary in the next round as well. It's guaranteed already. Tuffley Rovers hosting Poulton Rovers. That's on Sunday the 2nd of October. So join me for that one. Live from potentially Cleveland Park. Went for confirmation on that, but it should be. Will Gloucester or Bishop Sleeve be joining Tuffley in that round? Morgan King's got space. Takes it down. Bit of head tennis to get there. And flipped it through. Proud with the chance. Oh, it's wide. For a split second, it looked like it was in, but it hit the, the side net after hitting the boards behind the goal. And again, proud just being that spare player at the far side. Just like it, it looked like it was going to be. Just wants it down for Morgan King quicker. If it, if it did, maybe even the second before, she may have fancied it herself. The referee's looked at his watch a couple of times. We have played five additional minutes. Potential that this could be the last chance here. It's Chloe Jarvis has tripped for a free kick to Gloucester City, about 15 yards into the Cleve half. It's pretty central though. Question for me whether Sterling potentially should have got a yellow card for that because Jarvis has skipped past her. Jarvis gets herself up to her feet and plays this 
this free kick into the box. This is a massive chance for a winner. So all the way through. Can Morgan King get there? She can't. It's on the left-hand side. Cuts it back. Gab going for it, but it's hooked away by Imogen O'Brien. Cleave clinging on a little bit there. Half-out oh, clearances fell the way of Gloucester and they had to recover. Long throw-in is going to be taken. Looks like Casey Anderson coming to take it. On his left-hand side, into the area towards Chloe Golden. Headed down. Can Cleve get it forward? Cummings beaten to it by Beth Davis. Davis can't knock it down the line with her left foot. She has to go with her right, and therefore means it goes out of play for a throw in. We still play on into the 52nd minute of the second half. Davis scrapping for it with Goff and still scrapping for it. She hooks it away, flicked on by Zoe Gab, and it's now Casey Anderson up and under from her. And Paige Todd will try and get it on the left hand side up against Bolton. That has been the battle of the afternoon for me. And Bolton does well to get a boot in out of play for a throw-in, which Todd takes quickly. Scuffed by Bolton against Morgan King. Cleared only as far as Gab. Gab, so he puts it into the box. Touchdown from Anderson. Just can't sit for it, but Anderson's still scrapping. It's now with Chloe Golden. Golden, left-footed goes for it. It's always going wide. Lovely build-up and effort there from Chloe Golden. Referee looking at his watch again. Straight to penalties, as we're reliably informed, to decide what has been a fantastic cup tie. An incredible watch. Obviously, uh, Forts are with Kay Day, who suffered an injury and had to get stretched off. We believe she potentially got taken to hospital. Zoe Gap wins the header, and Beth Davis steps into it. Now Gloucester. May just get one final chance. Sterling, push her in the back. Referee says no. Gloucester not happy with the decision, but Cleve play on. Sharp plays it to the halfway line. So we gab up and under towards Anderson. Neither side able to really get the ball under control. But it'll go out of play for a Gloucester throw-in. She's taken quickly in field to now Anderson. And there goes. Oh, no, forward to time whistles. Not getting ahead of myself. be a free kick to Bishop's Cleave for a push from Casey Anderson and still we play played long touchdown by Beth Davis Todd is going to go and cut in field referee looks at his watch again we're, we, it feels like we're close towards full time here Golden offloads. Claire Gab puts it away. Thought the referee's burns with whistle again. Instead, he itches his face. He teases this referee. He knows I want penalties. He knows that James Evely wants to hear penalties. Live on Seven Sport. He's teasing us. 2-2 in this FA Cup tie. Todd hooks the ball forward. Are we going to be deprived of a shootout? Casey Anderson, thinking about the effort, plays it forward towards Morgan King. or give chase. Morgan King ricochets away. Golden get, trying to get there. Still just won't sit for either side and it's hooked clear. Just about another long look at the watch from the referee. Jarvis plays the ball forward. Chest down from Winter. Flag up for offside against Morgan King who was coming back and challenging her. That would just end that and potentially see us head for a shootout. Nearly played the 10 minutes that I reckon we're probably looking at additional time. So with that, you'd say there's about 10 seconds left. 
and Saffron O'Brien, who's had an absolutely worldy of a game, plays the ball forward. Ricochets up into the air. Cummings tries to take it down. Stepped into by Jarvis. And there goes the full-time whistle. It goes to penalties at the Tiger Turf Stadium. Incredible. So, this cup tie penalty shootout can't be separated after not, well, 100 minutes in the end. 100 minutes. No separation. 2 2. Let's uh, talk about what we saw. We saw Glossier go 1 0 up right on half time. Beth Smith with the effort. They were pegged back inside the first couple of minutes of the second half. Lucy Cummings header against their former side. Gloucester then lost their influential captain, K Day, to injury. And then lost initiative. Went 2 1 down when Leonie Goff nipped in and played a second in. But a dramatic equaliser from Meg Prout has seen us level, seen us head for a penalty shootout. And we're going to go for a short break. When we come back, the drama continues at the Tiger Turf Stadium. And we're back on Seven Sport. The drama of the FA Cup. We love it, whether it's men's, women's, or the Youth Cup. And this first qualifying round tie between Gloucester City and Bishop's Lee is going to go all the way to penalties. 2-2 after 90 minutes. Goals from Beth Smith. And Meg Prout bookending. Two for Bishop's Cleave. First one came from former Gloucester City midfielder Lucy Cummings. Second one came from top goal scorer for last year, Leonie Goff. Absolutely spectacle of an FA Cup tie. Fittingly, it's going to go down to penalties. And what you would say, going into the shootout, if you're Bishop's Cleave, and you've seen the way that Saffron O'Brien's played in goal for you today, you fancy your chances. Fancy your chances of your keeper potentially saving a couple when needed, when called upon. It'll be interesting who does take it. Well, does take them for, for both sides. Going to be brave players, of course, always step up in the shootout. Those who back themselves, those who have the confidence to dispatch from 12 yards. Which end are we going to go to? Are we going to go to the T end? Are we going to go to the old T end? It's the old T end, the way to the left-hand side. So we're going to be right behind the efforts. Who is going to go first? Both sides look nervous. A couple of uh, shakes of the head from, from both sets of players, really. It's a cruel way to end a cup tie, of course. Cruel way to to the side, the fixture, the luck of the draw that is a penalty shootout. Spectators will make their way over to our left-hand side to the 1883 stand to the old TM behind the goal to watch it. Both keepers walking over. Just waiting to see which player is going to make the walk first. 
neither neither players have made their move. Goalkeepers with the referee in the box. Both sets of players linking arms on the halfway line with the assistants. Well, one of the assistants. Big moments in this game. Saffron O'Brien, the Bishop goalkeeper, saves a couple of what looked like certain goals. She can save any in this shootout. She puts her side in a great position. So, referee briefing the goalkeepers. We now just need a taker. And it looks like it's going to be Gloucester City to take first. So, who's going to be the person to step up first? It looks like it's going to be Chloe Jarvis to take the first penalty. As a hush falls over the Tiger Turf Stadium. There will be nerves in both camps. Jarvis saved by O'Brien down to her left hand side as were her big saves in the 90 minutes two big fists down beating the ball away and it's going to be Imogen O'Brien to take the first penalty for Bishop's Cleave nil nil after one penalty in the shootout Amy Hancock looking to play some mind games O'Brien, to be fair, is probably up there for me as, as player of the match for the 90 minutes. Oh, she was exceptional in the, the midfield for Bishop's Cleave. She stepped up to take the first penalty for her side. Hancock tries to make herself as big as possible, but it's O'Brien slots it bottom left of the goalkeeper and Bishop's Cleave have taken a 1-0 lead. Crucially, in the shootout, it'll be Zoe Gabb for Gloucester City you don't want to put too much pressure on this individual penalty but you probably need to score it the second one especially after you've missed the first mind games coming in from Saffron O'Brien as well Cleve lead by a goal to nil in a shootout. Gab for Gloucester City. The skies it, it's over the crossbar. And she'll be devastated with that. Bishop's Cleve can take a big step forward into the next round of the Women's FA Cup here. And it'll be their top goal scorer from last season, Leonie Goff, who scored the second for Cleve this afternoon. She's going to step up and take it. She took her goal very, very well in the 90 minutes. And if this goes in, it's advantage Bishop's Cleve. Goff runs up, takes it, fires it into the top corner. Hancock rooted 
but that would have taken some saving from any keeper. And Rakia Morgan King, the teenager, to pretty much save Gloucester City in the tie. Saffron O'Brien again, just dropping the ball at her feet, putting her foot on it, and playing the mind games. Morgan King from 12 yards steps up sweeps it into the bottom corner that is a confident penalty especially for someone so young in the position that, that she's in there 2-1 Bishop's Cleave lead and up steps substitute Ella Sharp Gross City could do with a miss could do with a save anything off target Anything that doesn't result in them going 3 1 down in a shootout. It's Sharp who came off the bench. And it's past Hancock who dived to her right hand side, just couldn't get anything on it. Casey Anderson's got a score. Oh, Gloss City are out of the FA Cup. Cleve in their first ever women's FA Cup tie. Potentially could be one kick away, one save away from doing it. Anderson, it's got to be said, was fantastic when she came onto the field. It's been very impressive so far this season. Anderson takes it, sends the keeper the wrong way and keeps Gloss City in the FA Cup. And it'll be Jess Sterling who has potentially the honour, the privilege, or maybe the burden of the penalty to, to seal the deal. 3-2. Bishop's Cleave lead. And if this goes in, it's over. Sterling has to re re-spot the ball bit of drama there referee's telling her no but Sterling steps up puts it in the bottom corner and that's it Bishop's Cleave have won the FA Cup tie on penalties Gloss City bow out at the first hurdle Bishop's Cleave win their first ever women's FA Cup tie they win it after a 2-2 draw they win it 4-2 on penalties gotta say hats off to both sets of players fantastic cup tie Fantastic game of football. And uh, it's been a, a pleasure to watch it, a pleasure to, to commentate on it, pleasure to call on it. You can listen again to the full game and penalty shootout again. This will be uploaded tonight. It'll be on Anchor FM, it'll be on Spotify. Listen to it on 7 Sport KDK. Thank you very much for everyone joining me this afternoon. A reminder on the 2nd of October, we'll be in FA Cup. Women's FA Cup action again. Tuffley Rovers in their home game against Polton Rovers. Join me for that one. Join me for potential commentary next weekend as well. We'll see what's happening in the weekend after that. I'm trying to look at a more commentary, so I've been a bit slack on it. So, chance for me to get back at it. But it's been a, a pleasurable afternoon watching this fantastic game, as I said. Thank you to everyone for joining me. We'll see you for Bates for Breakfast next Saturday morning. 
sevensport.co.uk for all of the latest goings on within non-league football in and around Gloucestershire. Thank you for listening and uh, we're going to leave you after seeing Gloucester 2, Bishop's Cleave 2, with Bishop's Cleave winning 4-2 on penalties. For the best sports coverage in the West, visit sevensport.co.uk.